0: to kettlebell uh, workout if you can't do a circuit Mm -hmm. what's like your favorite thing to do or what would you recommend people that are like just starting out with kettlebells like what are the steps to take yeah because I don't know about you but I believe use kettlebells wrong all the time
1: (laughs) (laughs) you're you're right I mean I've seen people butcher some kettlebell exercises out there Um, specifically the the kettlebell swing you know I think that's one of the most popular ones it looks really intense you know looks like you see everybody sweating and huffing and puffing like man that's a good workout and then 15 minutes later they're done and um, for me I had a i had a former boss that was a huge influence over me in terms of like getting me into kettlebells he was a uh, strong first or he still is a strong first kettlebell instructor I think he's a uh, level two now but uh, for me it was I love the efficiency of the kettlebell I love the multiple usages of it and i love how it incorporates tons of different stabilization type muscles um, but you know if i had a workout that i really had to go to it would be a workout of turkish get-ups which is pretty much getting off the floor up to a standing position with a heavy weight overhead
0: over you. <laughs> exactly it
1: sounds dangerous but it's not that bad. it's not bad at all trust me uh, the other portion of that would be swings so uh, just a workout of turkish get-ups and swings you can be done with that workout in 15 minutes or less, and you can be either drenched in a pool of sweat, or you can just use that workout to fine tune some movements, get the body kind of reset, structured and feeling great for the rest of the day. So, if I have no time at all, that's what I'm going for, for sure. I
0: feel like kettlebells are actually kind of trendy now, there's so many different cool ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I feel like I, just see, so there's one person that I see butchers the swings so bad all the time, so anytime I think about kettlebell swings, I think of this man. <laughs>
1: hey, no, no disrespect to that man, but uh, no, we need to work but, on your swings wherever you are, my friend.
0: Yeah, I'm sure he'll, if he ever listens to this, he'll never know it's him because <laughs> he has the look of somebody that swears that he's doing it right every time, oh, man. but... That is to say that just because kettlebells are trendy guys, it doesn't mean you shouldn't take the time to properly learn how to use one. If somebody wants to correct you, exactly. especially exactly. a trainer.
1: That that would be a huge tip of mine, Star. I'm glad you touched on that, it would be as you are getting into kettlebells, seek a professional. Seek some professional help yeah. because it's too easy to make a mistake. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's really great when you learn the ropes and you can really reap all the proper benefits, like swing or turn get up or whatever movements you're going to use.
0: Yeah, there's times in the day where I only have time to do, like, maybe a 100 kettlebell swings. That only takes, like, five minutes. But it because I know how to do it properly, it, like, feels fine. Um, so, yeah, guys, if you're interested in kettlebells, our number one piece of advice here is seek a professional first. Exactly. So, so don't get it wrong.
1: Seek out Star. Just look at Star. I don't know if you guys can see her in this podcast. Probably not. <laughs> but uh, she's a great able shake. you will see
0: me on YouTube with this.
1: So. Oh, okay. Check yeah. out the YouTube channel right there.
0: <laughs> um, cool. And we're going to take this off the of kettlebells and track and field for a minute. Um, who is someone in the fitness room that you'd love to meet just to pick their brain and why?
1: That's a great question. I would say there's probably two but my number one would be brett Contreras. he is the uh i wouldn't even say self-proclaimed he's been dubbed the glute guy out there and um there were years in my there in my formidable years of like coaching and training that i utilized a lot of his methods um and a lot of like the results from his experiments and the coaching of my athletes as well as the coaching of myself and then the coaching of numerous clients um, i think his methodologies and just his overall philosophy and mindset towards training is awesome uh, there's a lot of flexibility in his training you know and i think he's just developed a cult following in what seems like such a short amount of time you know, and I, I would really like to learn, you know, what are some of the experiences that he's gone through that's brought him to where he is. Um, and who knows, maybe I might have a chance to meet him. I'm actually going out to San Diego in May, and he has a gym.
0: I know, it's called the Glute Lab.
1: Exactly, I so I may try to go out there and get in a workout at his gym, so we'll see. We'll stay tuned.
0: It. His, actually, Instagram is my new favorite page. Like, I don't know why I wasn't following him sooner, but I've started to incorporate his workouts into like my own workouts too so I'm just like trying new things that's awesome. and if I see him do something I'm just like, oh maybe I can try it this way or that way exactly He like makes it feel like he can be way more creative exactly. than it is typically
1: I think that's and that's a, that's a huge pull for a lot of clients too like they want to work certain areas you know um, and they want to work them well but they don't want to get bored you know I, yeah. I will express that I, I do experience boredom in my training sometimes and that's when I start to experiment or try new things. I read one of his books. I think it's about four to 600 pages on uh, just glute training in general. And I, I went through that book, and I probably utilized half of the stuff in there. But, you know, I never got bored. That, yeah. that, was, that was a cool part about it. So for him, I, I really respect him as a coach and as a trainer. Yeah,
0: we're just giving shout-outs all over the place today.
1: Hey, shout-out, Bretman Traders.
0: Yeah, if you're listening to this, sir. <laughs> Uh, our Instagram handles will be at the end of this episode yes yes (laughs) Um, cool and if you could train one person one time only not because they didn't love training with you just because you only have that one time who would it be and why or like what would you train them on
1: Ooh, this could be like a celebrity or anybody let's see you know I'd probably say Kobe Bryant right before he retired um I had the opportunity of meeting Kobe in person one time, and it was actually at Equinox. It was it was amazing, it was amazing. Like, I was definitely starstruck. And uh, the time that I did meet him, I met him and his trainer. So, but then I, you know, shortly after I met him, I, I got a chance to kind of witness his workouts firsthand. And you know, also being able to realize Kobe stopped because of various amount of injuries. But I also saw the way that he was training, not that I was, opposed to it but I think, you know, just as like in my scope of training, you know, I thought there were some things that Kobe could have incorporated otherwise in his training. I would have loved to say, hey Kobe, can you give me a shot, man? Like let me let me coach you man. Like you're an awesome athlete awesome, awesome athlete. You know, I feel like he's one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But um yeah, getting that experience with him and just being on that level with an athlete, someone who's determined as he is man that would be a, a dream venture yeah, I
0: like that I didn't realize that that was at the
1: yeah this one over was, there. this was at this was at uh Equinox Bryant Park uh, back in the day I think this
0: is probably
1: upwards of
0: uh, maybe
1: almost 2 years ago maybe a little That's less funny. than 2 years ago but yeah, less he had, than two
0: years ago? Yeah, it was a little I'd less two years ago. I've been there two for two years, years and I didn't know that Kobe Bryant was there.
1: <laughs> it was, I think it was on a random Saturday. You know, a management had came up to me and said, Hey, Spence, like, uh, we need to let you know something. And then the guy comes up to me, and he's like, Kobe's going to be here. I was like, Kobe? I was like, <laughs> they were like, yes, Kobe. And I was like, eyes just lit up. You know, my eyes were so big. And I was like, oh, my gosh. It was like, so we need you to show him around. And I said, sure. I was like, I can handle it. I got you.
0: That's ridiculous because I am there most Saturdays and it's probably one of those weird Saturdays like you just weren't there.
1: Yeah. But I'm sure you you've you've come across a couple of uh, celebrities or athletes or
0: you know. Um, I think one time I met like a football player that played for the Redskins, but like I don't remember his name because he. Right, right. He was a young guy. That's all I know. All right. Um. But yeah. (laughs) <laughs> she's um, being humble guys she's being humble she's, she's working with
1: celebrities all day long
0: all day so, undercover celebrity trainer <laughs> undercover undercover um, but cool and I think I have asked most of the questions I was planning on asking I'm just trying to think of it if there's anything that's missing and while I'm thinking about that I have another question for you that is what's a hidden talent that you have um, and and it can be either something that you know a lot of people don't know how to do, mm-hmm. or something that people would be surprised to know that you know how to do, so.
1: Well, I would say, I guess it's a, yeah, I guess it is a talent. You know, not everybody can do it. But um, I would say that I'm, I'm a great cook. I'm a great cook, yes. I grew up in a, like a southern home,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where, uh, a southern kitchen where my, my mom was actually not opposed to me like experimenting in the kitchen. Um, as long as I clean up my mess, which I <laughs> probably never really did, you know, I'm sorry mom, but, uh... I
0: was gonna say, now's a great time to say sorry. <laughs> yeah, I apologize
1: for all those days of just leaving dirty dishes everywhere, and, you know, leaving crust of crumbs and everywhere. But, um, yeah, I'm a, I, I love to cook, uh, whether it be baking, broil, saute, you throw it at me, I'll turn it into a delicious dish, and I feel like even in the realm of coaching and outside of coaching, food is so integral to the achievement of your goals, right? You put good quality food in your body, which is sometimes hard to come by when you're on a busy schedule, like living here in New York City. It's very hard to come by very high quality food without having, you know, knowing what's put in it. And the best way to do that is to honestly learn how to prep your own food at home. I, I feel like the beginning of, any, of any, goal, any goal really starts at home, whether that be a physical rehab or whether that be, you know, I just want to train and I want to have more energy in general. Like, okay, well, let's stop putting processed crap into your body. Um, you know, let's learn how to make four to five dishes really, really well.
0: And, you know,
1: I feel like that's going to take you pretty far.
0: I mean, I'd agree. I have a hard time doing meal prep because I feel mm-hmm. like I can't eat the same thing every day. Right, right. That's my biggest struggle, but I know it's good for you, so I would never say that it was bad for people. <laughs> <laughs> um, but cool. And what do you feel like, uh, aha, I remembered, um, who is someone that you feel like doesn't get enough credit that deserves more and that can either be a person or a group of people?
1: Mm-hmm. And this is in any realm, whether it be fitness or...
0: Fitness, music, family, etc.
1: You know, I've been on this big kick recently of um, providing value to just anyone that I come in contact with. You know, I feel like in terms of living a happy life or a meaningful life, just going out and in your relationships with the people that you come in contact with every day. So just the people that work the front desk at a at, in a building or some that you frequent, um, whether that be the front desk at your job, whether that be the basic worker, you know, giving you a cup of coffee every day. Do something to value those people that make your life that much easier. Um, you have no idea what other people might be going through on a day-to-day basis and if you can just you know give them a compliment um pay something forward you know and don't necessarily respect expect anything in return but you know just go out there and like the people that you wouldn't normally put in a spotlight right or you know whether it be a like a custodian or a janitor or something like that in your building strike up a conversation with them see how they're doing see what's going on because at the end of the day everyone is human everyone's person, everyone has the same feelings and emotions that you have, and uh, I think we should never devalue another human being simply because of what they're doing.
0: I would agree with that. Um, I hate to like credit myself here, but I do like to always compliment um, people's nails. Like if I see a really nice manicure, that's like the one thing that everyone's always like, why do you always say they have nice nails? I'm just like, I don't know. Nice. I just th- if I think it, I just I say it. So like
1: you know, real recognizes real here. Exactly. If we're talking about nails, we're
0: talking about manicures. I I know what a good hand looks like.
1: <laughs> well, I guess I won't show you my my uh, <laughs> mine over here. That's why I got my hands under the table. So. <laughs>
0: going to wrap this up soon so i'm gonna say what's one fitness goal that you have for 2018 and what's one personal goal that you have for
1: 2018? 2018 2018 mm-hmm. uh fitness goal one-arm pull-ups i know one that arm sounds pull-ups. i know it sounds very obscure and like very like far out there but i've done a lot of things fitness underhand one. or overhand so i guess like chin up grip right okay. so palm facing you two per side I only be able to get two per side. I remember maybe about a year ago I was able to get one per side fairly easily but um, the goal this year is multiple one-arm pull-ups and I feel like that's only good for like a party trick like hey guys watch what I can do or I'm um, hanging out on scaffolding. And just Do you want to know what my
0: party trick that I'm trying to practice is? What is it? I'm trying to pop a champagne bottle with a knife.
1: Ooh. That's my
0: party trick that I'm like anytime I get a bottle of Prosecco I'm just like can I do it with
1: That's a a dangerous one, but I support it. I support it. If you get it, please, like, show me what's up. If I
0: get it, I'm going to be doing it all the time because the is like, $10, so...
1: I mean, I'm the guy that's popping a bottle and, like, almost popping himself in the eye with the cork at the same time. Well, you don't want to do that. Yeah,
0: I'm sorry, though. I interrupted you. What's (laughs) your personal goal for
1: 2018? Oh, um... Personal goal for 2018 has been to travel a lot more. So... Last year, didn't really take a vacation and the year before I took a vacation, probably probably around my birthday, but um, starting in May and June, I'm going on a fairly long stint of traveling and that's domestic as well as international, so right now I've got a few trips lined up. First one is at the end of this month. I'm going to go see my nephew who is newly born. Um, out in nebraska right yeah so i have family out in nebraska so i'm gonna go out there and uh the next place is going back to san diego Mm -hmm. Um, i'm gonna make a small trip up to san francisco never been to san francisco before so i'm really excited about that
0: that'll be fun
1: uh for my birthday i'm going to be hanging out on the east coast and my birthday is in june Um, East Coast, down near like Delaware beaches, so getting a little beach house, hanging out with some some of my closest friends that I grew up with, and uh, then later on in the year, there's Costa Rica, going out there for like a life adventure, and who knows, man, I think by the end of the year, I may end up being either Vancouver or Montreal as well, both places which I've never been, but uh, this year, goal is to travel more and consume less material things, so... One small fact about me is I'm a huge sneakerhead. I have tons of shoes, and I'm trying to uh, liquidate a lot of that right now. It's just <laughs> taking up too much space in my small New York apartment. So I to just cut back on some of that stuff and really finding out what like makes me happy. You know, I'm not going to be able to take those shoes to the brave, so I was like, I could take those memories, though. So.
0: And those shoes are going to take you places. This is because true. Those boots are made for walking, except sneakers.
1: <laughs> this is true. This is true. Gotta be comfortable shoes. Exactly.
0: Yeah? Um, but that's so cool. I haven't been to Vancouver either, but i really, I've heard so many good things about it. I really want to go there. And have you been to Toronto? Because if you're torn between Toronto and Montreal, i definitely say go to Toronto instead.
1: I, w- I haven't been to Toronto before, so... Toronto is much better. Okay.
0: All right. I'll keep that in mind. And be. I have, I've been to Montreal twice, and I've been to Toronto once, but I spent a week in Toronto, mm-hmm. and it's pretty easy to, like, learn the city. It's like a tiny Manhattan, so it's still on a grid and it's like just walkable and so much fun.
1: See, that'll that'll be so much fun for me because I, I want to be able to adventure out. Mm-hmm. I think the, the biggest thing that's kind of stopped me from going right now is the cold weather. Yeah. I'm very averse to the cold weather. So um, wait until it gets a little <laughs> bit warmer. Wait until spring hits, I, I think, today or tomorrow. is the first day of spring. but uh... It's
0: today, and they said it's going to snow tomorrow, but I've just been like, no, it's not. Happy. So anytime somebody oh. tells me it's going to snow, I just keep saying no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> well, happy spring, everyone.
0: Yes. Um, and what is the best way for people to reach you, Spencer, if they have any questions?
1: Uh, if you guys have any questions for me, you can follow me on Instagram. I will admit I'm not as active on my Instagram as I, as I used to be, but that is at Coach Spencer on Instagram. That's Coach um, I also have another account, which is kind of just my personal account. I also like to do photography on there. That is just spencer rogers that's at spencer rogers same way it's spelled um last name is r-o-g-e-r-s and you can always shoot me an email at uh at gmail anytime
0: yeah i should have started with this is coach spencer because that's how you're saved in my phone too
1: (laughs) (laughs) i like that i like i like that people adopted that and uh it just kind of stuck yeah
0: you know just like coach spence yeah they, i got it from the
1: kids i got it from the kids i used to coach and they were like oh coach spencer and i'm like
0: what's up i kind of like I that
1: so I, one day i wanted to change my instagram handle i was like this works i was like this totally works
0: <laughs> nobody's taking coach spencer it seems ridiculous exactly but. exactly um, cool uh and once again guys make sure you subscribe to this on itunes or google play or youtube wherever you're listening to this Um, Thank you, Spencer, for joining me.
1: Thank you for having me. Thank you so much.
0: Uh, And stay tuned for a little behind-the-scenes thing that's going to be on YouTube only. It will not be on the podcast. So, again, more reason to subscribe there. Um, But, yeah, thanks, guys, for listening. And thank you, Spencer, for joining me.
1: Hey, thank you. Of
0: course. Bye, guys.